Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm pleased to be speaking with Superintendent of Minneapolis Public Schools, Ed Graff. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Emily. Thanks for having me this morning. Sure. So talk us through the three different scenarios that we could see in terms of kids going back to school in the fall. Well, the uh, governor and the Minnesota Department of Education um, has stated that they would like us to begin preparing three different scenarios for back to school um, this fall. And so right now we've got a, a committee of, uh, of staff working to figure out, you know, what would that look like if we were doing in-person learning, so back in the brick-and-mortar buildings. Um, we were doing distance learning, so similar to what we did last spring, or if we had to create a hybrid of both. So some students would be back in the building and others would be doing distance learning. And so they released a document um, about a month ago providing some considerations, uh, guidance the Minnesota Department of Education did, and then also uh, shared the Minnesota Department of Health guidance with some of those restrictions on social distancing or ratios that you would need to support um, the interaction between students and adults. And so we've just been working through those. We've held a couple of meetings with um, stakeholders, both uh, you know staff and community members, parents, and trying to trying to share kind of the details of what we have to work on and just how complex it is. Um, and so we're looking for further kind of a decision uh, coming from the governor's office uh, the week of July 27th. And I think the, the idea at that point is that they will give us clear direction on whether or not we're permitted to go back into the schools, um, you know, for in-person learning, or if we'll have to continue with a distance learning model um, or a hybrid of both. So we look, we look to know more information around uh, the week of July 27th. Um, but certainly for us, you know, we're going to focus on the best interests of our students, uh, their health, their safety, uh, their academics, their emotional well-being. You know, all of those elements are really uh, critical and essential for whatever we do in the fall. Yeah. And of course, if there is any kind of, uh, you know, teaching happening in buildings, you got to get students to the schools. So talk to us about how you're thinking about transportation as these decisions are being juggled. Sure. Well, we currently provide transportation um, in our yellow buses for um, our elementary and our middle school students. And so, um, you know, it's important for us, given that kind of approach, that we have a, an understanding of you know, the pickups and the drop-offs, um, the locations for students who receive that type of transportation. Now, our high school students, um, they use Metro Transit, so they use public transportation to get to school in most cases. Uh, we do have some of our special education students we provide transportation service to. But the point to be made here is that, you know, to be ready for the first day of school, if the state uh, permits us to be back in-person learning, we need to understand uh, the location of where we would pick up our students and where we would drop them off. So it's really important for our families to complete uh, these transportation forms as soon as possible. They're online transportation forms. Um, we're hoping to have those completed by July 30th, and that will give us the best chance to understand you know, where the students need to be picked up and dropped off um, on the first day of school should we return to in-person learning. We've also sent out links via um, email to the families and they can call 612-668-0000 to complete the form. So we do have some assistance available for families who, who might need help in processing that paperwork. But it's really, uh, right now, it's really for planning purposes, um, but it's essential that we have that information because we know with 
some of the social distancing or the ratio restrictions and guidance that we've already received from the Minnesota Department of Health. We have to take all of that into consideration as we develop um, those three different scenarios. Mm-hmm. Well, Ed Graff, Superintendent of Minneapolis Public Schools, what else would you like to say about these decisions that are upcoming? Well, I, I just want everyone to know that we're you know, attempting to be very mindful and thoughtful about how we support our students um, as they come back to school in the fall. Um, we know that there are a lot of additional considerations. You know, we're talking about not only the health, the well-being, the academics, the emotional well-being of our of our students. We have the considerations of families as well. You know, um, many families are are needing to go back to work or they're working from home. So there's those factors that come into play, and we're just trying to create the scenarios that um, are going to best need to meet the needs of of our students and families uh, as much as possible. Ed Graff, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you.